Welcome to the Grow Your Independent Consulting Business Podcast. I'm Melissa Lieberman, a fellow IC and business coach. On this podcast, I teach you to become a consistently booked independent consultant without becoming a pushy salesperson or working 24-7. If I can do it, you can too. Listen on to find out how. Welcome to this week's episode number 108. I am just recording a couple of podcasts in a batch because I'm headed to Mexico for 10 days for spring break. So by the time you're listening to this, I'll be back and hopefully with a tan, taking a little bit of time off. And if you haven't yet scheduled time off, we're already in March. So get some time off into your business calendar. Okay, so with that being said, let's talk today about... I don't know why I'm so excited to talk about this because I hate losing so much. I really do. You probably do too. But today, I'm excited to talk with you about this because it's such an opportunity for you and for your business. And that is, we're going to be talking about the six strategies to turn a lost consulting deal into a benefit for you and for your business. So we're focusing today on losing deals. The reason why I feel excited to talk with you about this is because I think this is something that really needs to be normalized. It's like a hidden topic. We think if we're really good at sales, you know, if we were just better at sales, we wouldn't lose a deal. Or if we, you know, we're better at pricing or writing proposals or we knew decision makers at higher levels, we would never lose a deal. And that's just not the case. In fact, if you're not losing deals, it's highly likely that your business is not as healthy as it could be. In fact, I'm going to go out on a limb here. It's not even a limb. I'm going to say very definitively, if you're not losing deals here and there, you don't have a business that's as healthy as it could be. Because the goal is not to win every deal. What? That's crazy, right? <laughs> the goal is not to win every deal. Even as I say it, it feels a little bit cringy because if you're like most of us as independent consultants, we're pretty competitive and we don't like to lose. We don't like to be wrong. We don't like to lose. You know, we want to be successful in what we're doing, especially going out on your own as an independent consultant. There's so much writing on you. You're responsible for so many of it, all of it in your business. And you don't want to lose. I don't want to lose either. I hate losing. I have a hard time, just as a completely side note, I have a really hard time going with my kids to their swim meets because when they don't win, which is a lot of the time, you know, you're racing kids that are years older than you or you're, for whatever reason, you don't win. It's kind of hard. I, I have to do a lot of mindset work for myself. It's a great opportunity that way. Anyway, I digress. The point is, you're likely competitive like most of us are as independent consultants. And so the idea for me to say to you that goal is not to win every deal seems counterproductive, counterintuitive for your success as a business person. And I'm here today to share with you how it isn't counterproductive, that losing deals is a good thing and can be a great benefit to your business. 
Now, don't go out and try to purposefully lose deals, of course, but today I'm going to share with you all the behind the scenes about losing deals so that you can turn it into a benefit for your business and not something that you see as a problem. All right, so that is what our focus is. Before we dive in, I want to recommend to you a complimentary companion resource for today's episode. And it is the standard operating procedure that you can follow to fill your consulting pipeline in 26 minutes a day. I've timed it. 26 minutes a day. If you go download that, if you have as many leads as you need and more, it's overflowing, then obviously losing deals is not as impactful than if you come by opportunities and leads very rarely, of course, it's, the stakes are going to be higher. So one of the solutions to losing deals is to have more opportunities in your pipeline so it's not such a big deal. In order to do that, you can follow my step-by-step standard operating procedure. So go grab that for yourself. It has its own special URL. It's called the RAM method. The URL is R-A-M. That stands for three steps of the process. R-A-M-Method.com. So go download that. Use it as a companion to today's episode. And now let's dive into the agenda for today. So the agenda for today, we're focused on losing a consulting deal into a benefit for your business. So first, we're going to talk about and just level set on what is a lost deal. This is very important. What is a lost deal? Then we'll talk about the three damaging responses you could have to a lost deal for both you and your business. And by the way, these are very typical responses, but very damaging responses. And then we're going to talk about the six strategies to turn lost deals into a benefit. So I'm going to give you six very specific strategies that you can use to turn these lost deals into a benefit for you and your business. And we'll wrap up today with a very specific tool that I'll share with you at the end. So with that, that is our agenda. Let's talk about what is a lost consulting deal. This is a trick question in a lot of ways. A lot of us think that we've lost a deal if, for whatever reason, the person we've been talking to, the prospective client, is not responding to us. We think we lost the deal. We even think that we lost the deal when the prospective client told us they chose another provider or we learned somehow they chose another provider or that they chose to cancel the project. It would be logical to assume that you lost the deal if they stopped responding to you, if they chose another provider, which they directly told you or you found out, or they decided to kill the project all entirely. We think of that as a lost deal. There's even the concept when you're using a CRM of a win or a loss. What I'm here to tell you is, first and foremost, you haven't lost the deal in those situations. And I'll elaborate on what I mean by that in a moment. But essentially, think about if they're not responding to you and then they pop back up again in two months or in a year. I was talking to a client the other day A year later, someone came back to her and said, I didn't get around to doing that work and now I'm ready. She thought she lost the deal the year prior. She didn't lose the deal. They just didn't make it a priority until they did. 
Or when they tell you they chose another provider. How many times have you seen a project go badly and then the client becomes with whomever they did choose and then they come become desperate for someone to come in and save the day and they call you? This happens. So the reason why I'm saying to you is that you didn't lose the deal necessarily is because these leave the door open for opportunity. So let me be very explicit. The only time you've really lost any deal is when they say to you, never contact me again. I've never had that to my recollection. Maybe I have and I've forgotten about it. Put it out of my mind. You've likely never had that. Or if you did, it was maybe once in a business owner lifetime, right? That someone says to you very clearly, do not contact me ever again. With respect to you built a relationship with them and gone through the proposal process and that kind of thing. So that's where I want to start off with today. Now, I'm not going to squeeze out of this topic by just saying you never lose a deal. Because of course, there are times where when you think a deal is going to move forward and it doesn't, that's really what we're focused in on today. But I want to be really clear with you that you haven't lost the deal. And that's important because when the door is still open, you will be open to pursuing other avenues with respect to that particular client or that particular engagement. So this will all come back with the strategies that I will share with you in a moment. But first, we just want to level set on what are we talking about today? Today, we're talking about the scenario where you didn't get a yes to move forward with an engagement in the time frame you thought you would get a yes to move forward with the engagement. Now let's move on to talk about three harmful responses when we think we've lost a deal. The three harmful responses that are so common when we think we've lost a deal, when in reality what's happened is a deal hasn't moved forward on the timeline we expected it to, or the client took a different direction than we expected them to. The three most common responses to that scenario are number one, we just shut down. We think, well, I lost that deal. I'm going to move on. And you basically never approach that potential client again and kind of walk away feeling embarrassed or feeling shameful or feeling disappointed. And so basically shutting off all communication as if it was a terrible breakup and therefore shutting the door to potential opportunity down the road, whether they come back to you at some point because it just took a lot longer to make a decision or they come back and say, you know, we went down a different direction and realized that was a bad decision, whatever it is, you shut the door. That's harmful response number one. Harmful response number two is thinking that losing a deal is a problem or thinking that a deal not closing on the time frame that you thought it would, including ever, is a problem. So let's talk more about that. It looks like you thinking, I lost money because of this. I lost my chance with that company. My business isn't working the way I want it to be working. These thought processes and you making it mean when a deal doesn't close the way that you thought it would, making it mean that that's a problem, they end up creating a spiral effect so often that creates some form of fear and panic in you and you end up creating more problems for yourself. 
it creates a situation where you are kind of frozen, paralyzed, not moving forward in your business with the next opportunity. It shuts the door for you to think about how do I approach this client differently to figure out what's happening in a month or two or whenever the time frame is. When you think that quote unquote losing a deal, which again, I define as not closing a deal in the time frame you thought you would, when you think about that that's a problem and make it mean all these things about you've lost money and you've lost a chance and your business isn't working, you end up creating a dynamic where there's fear and panic and you create a bigger problem for yourself. The third harmful response that's so common when we think we've lost a deal is we make it mean something about us as a business owner or a salesperson. We might think to ourselves, I suck at sales. I knew this wasn't going to work. I knew that this was a long shot. I did something wrong. I shouldn't have said that thing or asked that question that I asked last week of them. Shouldn't have been so pushy. I shouldn't have put the prices where I put that in my proposal. They chose someone who's better than me. Of course, all of that kind of thinking and conclusions that you could very easily make about that are so natural for us as independent consultants to make when we think we've lost a deal and we make it mean something about ourselves, we create a dynamic where we create a problem for ourselves. We create fear and panic. We create doubt by entertaining the ideas that we've done something wrong or we should have handled something differently. And so it makes it worse. So that's where I want to start with today is, you know, we've talked about what is a lost deal, which is very rare. The only ever lost deal you have is when someone says, never call me again, which again, I don't even think that's a thing. When you get to the level of having dialogues with clients and discovery calls and proposals. So if we think about a lost deal as an opportunity that didn't close the way we had expected it to, you definitely want to first and foremost avoid those most damaging responses that would be natural for you to take. Because most of us do without really taking this as an intentional, purposeful process, which I'm going to share with you how to do that here in a minute. First, you want to avoid these harmful responses. I would strongly suggest, especially if you're using a CRM, you don't mark something as lost. It's never lost. It didn't close the way you expected it to. Doesn't mean that, again, in six months, the client might come back and say, I never got this off the ground. Let's get going. Or in six months, they might say to you, you know what? I started with another provider. That was a terrible decision. Or you know what? That was a great decision, but I realize we're missing your expertise. Can you come on board and work with us in parallel? So these things are not lost. It might be that the project ends. Your opportunity with that particular client isn't lost. You know, another scenario, let's say that You engage with a potential client, you go through the whole process, you make them a proposal, they never reply back, they ghost you, you find out that another provider was selected, that provider finished all of the work. That opportunity with that client is still not lost because there's other opportunity with that client, almost invariably. All right, so that's why I want to be really specific about this today so that you can avoid, number one, making the situation mean something about you and your business 
that ends up compounding the situation, that ends up making it worse and ends up shutting off the opportunity that you have to turn this into a benefit for you and your business. So that's what we're going to focus on next. What are the six strategies that you can turn one of these deals where you got a not now, not for now type of a response, how you can turn these deals into a benefit? Again, I'm not parsing words here. You can call it lost if you want to. As long as if you decide that it's lost, you're not going to shut down the possibility of other opportunities at that client. All right. So the six strategies to turn uh, deals that didn't happen into a benefit are number one, just give yourself some space. A lot of times we don't do this. We just keep going. Let's say you got an email from the potential client and they say to you, thank you so much for everything. We decided to go in a different direction. Give yourself some space and give them some space. Don't reply back out of emotion. Give yourself some space to feel disappointed and discouraged. I like to give myself just a timeline. It's like, okay, if something doesn't go the way I expected it to in my business or wanted it to in my business, I'm going to give myself two days, two days to feel disappointed and discouraged, maybe even feel a little sorry for myself. And then after those two days, I'm going to move forward. So for you, think about what does that look like? How can you give yourself some space? Not where you're entertaining that this is like, you know, the end of the world and you're a terrible salesperson and you did all the wrong things, but just to feel the disappointment and discouragement and then choose after that period is over to wipe the slate clean and start turning the data points into valuable pieces of information for you and your business. So that's strategy number one, give yourself some space. You are a human, not a robot. And so being a business owner ebbs and flows. And so give yourself some space to do that. Number two, this is a strategy that I find almost every independent consultant overlooks. And it's a great strategy. Ask for a review call. If you get an email from someone, or even if they just started ghosting you, Ask them to say, you know, I would love to hear more about what went into your decision so I can further improve my process moving forward. Would you be open to spending 15 minutes with me for a little bit of a debrief? We rarely ask for that. We can say, well, I don't want to waste their time or I don't want to be pushy or really it comes down to I don't want to hear it. (laughs) I don't want to hear what they have to say. But when you do this, You'll get so many valuable insights that you can use to strengthen your process, strengthen your mindset, strengthen your approach. One of my clients did this the other day, and she was shocked when she emailed them back and asked, you know, respectfully for a 15 minute debrief. They responded and said, no problem. She was shocked. She thought they would never reply, which, you know, that definitely happens. And then they got on the call and they gave her such valuable information that she's now able to take and use to restructure a couple of things in her sales process. But had she never asked for that, she would not realize. And she probably would get into a situation where she was not getting a yes on future proposals because of it. Okay, number three. 
The third strategy to turn a lost deal into a business, set a periodic follow-up to give that client value. So let's say that they told you we're not moving forward with you on this particular engagement. Or they even ghost you and just stop talking to you after you've given them the proposal and you've followed up a few times. Put them on your, what I call the nurturing list. Put them on a list and every few months, not right away, and not from the perspective of, let me see if they changed their mind or let me see if they made a final decision. I haven't heard anything. It's not from that perspective. It's a few months later after you've gone through your follow-up, put them on your list of people that you want to follow up with and send them an article that you thought might be valuable to them. Tell them you've been thinking about them and send them something that would be useful to them. Don't just cut off all communication because you think they have rejected you and they probably never want to speak to you again. When we make it about us, those are the things that happen. Versus you could imagine 20 different reasons why someone didn't move forward at the time frame you thought they would and giving yourself and them the benefit of the doubt and maintaining that relationship with them, even if it's one-sided. Strategy number four, to turn a deal that didn't happen in the time frame you thought it should into a benefit, conduct an after-action review. I'll put some really valuable questions that you can be asking yourself in an after-action review into the show notes. Asking yourself, let's say you've decided that this deal is not moving forward. Again, I'm avoiding using the word lost for the reasons I told you when we started, (laughs) but When you've decided that this deal is likely not going to move forward, do an after-action review. Ask yourself, what went well in this process that you want to continue doing or even amplify? What didn't go well from your perspective? Knowing what you know, what didn't go as well that you could adjust? And then ask yourself, what could you do differently next time? What could you do differently so that you don't get into a situation where they're ghosting you? If you're thinking about what you have control over. So make it a common practice to do one of those after action reviews. And again, I'll give you some really specific questions, five or six of them in the show notes so that you can put that practice into place. Strategy number five, to turn a lost deal into a benefit. If we're going to use the word lost, which is just faster. (laughs) The fifth strategy is to not take it personally. Do not take it personally. When you take it personally, you go into protectionist mode. You don't continue following up, providing value to that potential client. You don't think of creative ideas to check in and see how the progress is going with the project that they maybe chose someone else to to move forward with. When you take it personally, you go into protectionist mode and kind of write that thing off and pivot into something completely different when there's likely a lot of value you can continue to cultivate with that particular stakeholder or organization. Think about perhaps there's something going on with the organization that that person works at. They won't allow them to hire independent consultants for whatever reason. When that person that you've been working with moves on to another organization, you might be one of the first that they call. Don't take it personally. This isn't about you. It's a very good general rule to say when you make things in your business mean something about you, you end up making your life so much more difficult. 
and your business so much less successful than it could be. Okay, the sixth and final strategy for you to turn a deal that didn't move forward the way you thought it should into a benefit is to really work on your mindset around this, to redirect your mindset. Your mindset is naturally going to go to, I'm horrible at sales. I probably peaked in my business. I'll never sell another deal. I left so much money on the table. All of those um, harmful responses that we just talked about. Your job as a business owner is to redirect that thinking into a more productive perspective. Thinking things like, no matter what happens, the knowledge that I gained from this situation is something that I can turn into an asset for me and my business. Another great redirection is thinking about from the perspective of you and your expertise is limited and valuable to those clients who most appreciate it, who most need it. Your capacity is valuable. You're not out there scratching and scrounging for clients, hoping someone will work with you, will ask you to work for them as a consultant. That's a very scarce mindset, thinking that you've got to talk everyone that comes across your desk into hopefully bringing you on as a consultant, engaging your services versus thinking to yourself, there's so many clients out there who will benefit from what it is that I do and from my expertise. And that's where my focus can and will be. My capacity is limited and I only work with the best clients who want to work with me versus I have to win every deal. Do you see the difference? So that's the sixth strategy is purposefully noticing, being aware of, and redirecting the way you're thinking about you and your business and the sales process and your potential clients in a way that benefits you, in a way that moves your business forward, in a way that leverages the lessons learned instead of turning it into a problem. So those are the six strategies you can use to make it into a benefit when a deal doesn't move forward in the way that you expected it to. So with that, I want to offer to you a very specific tool that you can use as you're implementing today's topic. Go to the show notes and you'll be able to find the six questions that you want to include in your after action review so you can put these strategies into place as your normal process, as your normal way of doing business when deals don't close in the time frame when you expect them to. All right? And with that, the last two things I will recommend is just go to the show notes in general. And I always make sure that you've got a really robust outline there so you're not having to furiously scribble as we're talking each week. And then also remember to go download that pipeline generation routine. It's at the URL rammethod.com, R-A-M. M-E-T-H-O-D.com. And I will see you again next week. Take care. Thanks for joining me this week on the Grow Your Independent Consulting Business podcast. If you liked today's episode, I have three quick next steps for you. First, click subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to make sure you don't miss future episodes. Next, leave me a review in your podcast app so other independent consultants can find and benefit too. 
And finally, to put the ideas from today's episode into action, head over to melissalieberman.com for the show notes and more resources to help you grow your consulting practice from your first few projects into a full-fledged business. See you next week.